0: Hey what's up guys, it's uh, Marcos Garcia, I'm over here with Chris Fernandez, also known as AK, also known as Acknowledged Visuals. So today um, we're going to get into the podcast, today it's called The Grind with AK, Um, he's going to talk to us a little bit about where he's come from, what he's doing now, and uh, where he's headed. So a few of the things he does is event hosting, he's a rapper, comedy, motivational speaker, Um, designer photography videography and most of all an entrepreneur so welcome to the show
1: hey how's it going brother
0: so uh, what uh i really want to catch everyone up to speed about what you're doing right now
1: right now currently what i have been doing is focusing more on the photography videography side uh it's been getting more uh commercialized contracts okay and stuff like that and it's really instead of it's it's a bigger leap and a bigger step on the ladder than what everything else has been doing. And uh, it's it's fresh for me, too. So you, when something's fresh, you know, you just can't get enough of it. Yep. And so that's what I've been focused on. But I've still been doing the hosting and the MC, And I've been picking and choosing uh, on what what I'm going to be doing with the hosting MC, And I'm trying to make a different transition uh, into my okay. image and things yep. like that. And, and get to where I can become viewed as a more professionalist than being someone just from the hood or something like that talking shit on the
0: microphone you know yeah no I I understand so with that being said um, a lot of this has to do with personal branding which you're talking about yes what's one thing that you do to kind of pinpoint your ideal customer which is like hey this is who I am as a personal brand especially with social media how do you keep how do you keep your social media branding
1: the social media branding what I do is uh, I don't over overwhelm them with promotion. If you, know, yep. if you follow me from Facebook to Instagram, Snapchat or whatever else I'm not uh, I don't want to say over promoting because promotion is good you need promotion sure. in order to, to get it out there right? Sure. and you can post uh, something 500 times and there's still people who ain't going to come across but for me, for the people who follow me, I like to give them um, I give them one promotion a day uh, of something that I got an event coming up and, and one post pertaining to me as an individual yep. so i let them let, let them know that that I'm, I'm a human being like you like i'm an individual the post might be good post might be bad post might be funny but post might be sad might be mad i might be angry i yep. might drop a couple f-bombs in that boy <laughs> i don't know you know but i just let them know like I'm, I'm a regular person you know i'm just like you uh this is what i'm doing i'm, I'm trying to promote for you uh, or, or for others or i'm trying to promote for myself you know she help me out <laughs> yeah but, yeah. Because, uh, yeah but, i understand
0: yeah. especially with social media you gotta you can't always be selling because if you're always selling then no one's going to want to
1: you have to make yourself valuable enough to have people have a spark of curiosity of wanting to purchase your services versus being like oh uh he's easily acceptable or accessible he's easily yep. accessible right so that that's why I don't want to over promote myself because if I start over promoting, it almost in my eyes I feel like I'm begging. And sure. I'm not gonna beg, and on on two I feel like it could be uh, presumed as nobody's going. So this is why he's kind he's trying to push it on us. Yep. So you know, so it'd be like that's why I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna be here at this time. Um, you know, I'll drop the promo before events like maybe like a couple of days out the week but like i said i don't i don't overwhelm
0: them i don't think yeah that no i or like to think that i do Hundred percent. so with that being said uh, many people believe that sales is very challenging to the point where it can be very overwhelming so like we were just talking about like when you're you're doing your social media platform obviously you have to be selling something mm-hmm. and you your audience needs to know what you're selling so one they can refer you to people um And also your customers, hopefully your your customers are following you, can uh, give you money. So with that being said, like I said, most people believe that sales is very challenging to the point where if they wanted to start a business, um, it might be too much of an obstacle to continue on with with one of their business ideas. Mm -hmm. So why do you think that's the case? Why do you think people feel that sales is very challenging?
1: Because it's a mental battle. That's why it's not a physical battle. There's no weight you can pump. There's no steroids you can take. There's no energy drink that's going to make you mentally correct on the situation. This is something that you're going to be able to go through through experience. And, and you're going to take some losses before you start taking that win. That's why it's so overwhelming because people uh, forget that the arrow has to get pulled back in order to get shot forward. So it basically, you're dealing with discouragement. You know what I'm yep. saying? And so when you're dealing with that, you're like, damn, I thought I was going to get more return on this. Or I thought I was at least going to break even. And so when that doesn't happen, you start thinking, you know, I'm doing all this and you think about the shit you missed. Yep. Maybe you missed your baby girl's dance recital. Maybe you missed your your uh, your, your son's Kung Fu tournament or something and you're like, man, you know, I missed this to try to make this market happen, the sales and stuff and I fell flat on my ass. So that's real discouragement And these damn people. So that's, that's what's overwhelming about the sales industry because it'll eat you alive internally, yep. your mind. And then it starts making you feel like maybe you, you didn't have it. Maybe you, you don't deserve this dream that you're running to chase and trying to get. And so you just go through all these negative thoughts and everybody, once we start thinking negative, it goes downhill.
0: Exactly. And I, under- yeah. I I completely understand um, what you're talking about. So what's what's one thing you do to ke- help keep yourself positive, especially when it comes to the most challenging Points where you're not seeing any results with all the effort you put in.
1: I meditate. Um, I meditate, man. I'll sit there. I'll think. You know, my kids are a big part of my life. I talk to them. I have real good relationships, and um, you know, they depend on me. Yeah. I've, I've I've been very undependable in the beginning parts of their life due to my vision of who I wanted to be or how I wanted to be or live my life right and uh, once my eyes opened up to a different view I took on a different journey and I know that uh, you know I'm, I'm responsible for certain things so whether I have my feelings hurt about a certain business decision or a sale not going too good or I'm happy about how the sale went or business decision went it really doesn't matter what matters is that I'm going to keep doing it because you know these kids are right there um be be being at peace with myself that's what i I said it's a mental battle and that negativity stuff is going to attack you so i'll be at peace and when i can't find peace with myself that's when i resort to the kids because i know i'm gonna feel love i'm gonna feel genuine love i'm not gonna feel fake love they're not gonna say hey daddy i love you because I see you on TV or I just saw you on this commercial or I heard you on the radio or I, see you, I know you do videos. Yep. They're going to say, Daddy, I love you because I love you. Because I depend on you, right? So that that helps me out with the sales. And me talking. Like, I talk to God, man. And, uh, you know, my the way I talk is just the way I talk. I might cuss, I might question, I might do all that one time, but I feel that as long as I be honest with him, with what I'm feeling, that everything's going to be all right, you know? Yep, I can't, for yeah. sure. If, if I'm pissed off, and, and, and I'm acting like I'm not pissed off, and I'm like, God, help me out, you know, I I feel like I'm being fake, and I feel like I'm hiding something, and if, you, if you're to say God knows all things, then he knows that you're lying to him, and you're being fake with him, and yep. who wants for someone to be fake with them? Nobody. That's like the ultimate form of disrespect. Right? It makes you feel like you're not important to that person. It makes you feel like that person doesn't take you serious. For sure. So, uh, those talks help me out. I'll be in the shower, crying, cussing, questioning, doing all that yep. stuff whenever it really gets down and out. And uh, sooner or later, once I calm down and I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I just had to let it out. If I'm honest and that, it'll, it'll, it'll start turning around, man. But everything takes time. So, you got to be patient.
0: Patience. I yeah. agree. Yes. So, well, with that being said, take us back to AK right out of high school.
1: AK right out of high school was a jailhouse kid. He was, um, I never wanted to sell dope. I never wanted to be a player. I wanted to be a gangster. Yep. I wanted to be the hardest person in the neighborhood. I wanted to be that guy. I didn't want it because as long as I was that guy, I would get the girls like the player was. For sure. And I would get all the benefits that this drug dealer is doing because the drug dealer wants the enforcer right next to him.
0: So, Who, more like respect? Who's
1: the drug dealer want by him? The badass. Because nobody's going to rob the drug dealer knowing that he's with the badass.
0: That is true.
1: So, that's why, that's the approach I took. And, um, you know, I was young. Uh, I just i just fell for the streets man you know I, I did my grandparents loved me my grandparents helped raise me yep a lot of
0: years man you know. so um when did the rapping when did the rapping start hap- was that before high school after high school rapping
1: rapping was just like freestyling bro Okay. i'll just freestyle bullshit right parties or when you're when you're in jail you need something to pass time some motherfuckers draw. some people make rosaries and crosses and shit like that rings out of trash bags and stuff Others make Bibles out of soap bars and stuff yep. like that. Some people rap. i was just one of the ones that rap. You know, so that's what I'll do, or I'll, I'll uh, uh, write poems. That's what I originally started out with. I wrote poems um, and stuff like that, and then it got to the point to where I started picking up the rapping. We were just freestyling, bullshitting, and stuff. I took it serious, like around 20, 19, 20 years old. Put out a CD with my brother. And uh, got good reviews, but I was I was still thugging.
0: For
1: sure. I, I still wanted the rap. Ju- I wanted to rap to let other other people know that I'm the real deal, motherfucker. Like you know, back, I was on some gangster mm-hmm. rap, For shit, sure. right? Because I was angry. I was an angry individual. So that's the only rap that I was able to do was some angry just, rap.
0: To to speak.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was speaking about destruction, drugs, holes, bitches, like. Uh, a whole bunch of negative shit.
0: Do you think, um, because I mean, everything's, to me, what I've heard is like, what you speak, you draw into your own universe. Do you think what you were speaking back in that day kind of drew more positive, more negative things back into your universe? Actually, whenever whenever
1: you, I I feel like this, when I was a complete idiot just fucking up, doing all kinds of shit, right? I've actually had more opportunities or openings of people trying to help me out to, like, be, like, you know, get out this job yep. job offerings or something, right? But once I once I made that transition to where I'm like, all right, man, let's, it's time to grow up. Throw this shit to the side. Okay, you proved your point, right? Because one thing I can honestly say is what I have given to the game or the streets or whatever, it hasn't given back to me. It hasn't. It's taken away. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So uh, it took away
0: a lot. So that moment when you realized that, hey, I'm not going to be doing this anymore.
1: I didn't realize it. And I still do to a certain degree. I have certain ways and certain habits about myself that I'm just not going to break. Okay. Because that it, some people say it's out of stubbornness, but it's it protects me. I still have a hard shell around me. You know what I'm saying? I can I, I still, at any given second, be that way if I wanted to be. But now I have a conscience about it. For sure. So now I feel sorry about it at the end, you know? <laughs> But I didn't before. Yeah, no, for sure. Before I was trying to make ways up in, into some ranking or some stripes or something like that, and I wanted to, I wanted to be feared. And now it makes me feel fucked up inside when I've talked to some people, and the only reason why they're talking to me is because they're intimidated of what they know about me. Yep. Versus actually talking to me to try and because I spark some interest. So yeah, that yeah. that that I do notice, man.
0: For sure. So, so with with the rapping, we'll kind of keep on that subject for a few minutes. Is what advice would you give for an up and coming rapper?
1: What I would give to them is I would tell them to be themselves completely and fully, and that if 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 being themselves isn't working for them that day, it doesn't mean it's not going to work for them the next day. Now, everybody's always looking for something that's unique. They want something outside the box. They want something that's not similar or exactly the same to whatever else is going on. That's why music is always evolving. That's why the levels of it is always evolving. If you listen to some Hank Williams and then you go put on some Luke Combs, the country is different now. Yep. And that's for every single genre. If you listen to, to the old classic, you put on some Journey and you put on some Metallica, then you put some Kill Switch Engage on or something like that, Slipknot and stuff, you'll see that the rock is just going through different yep. stages. It's the same things with hip-hop r b everything else right so you always want to be yourself because these people that are changing the game and making things evolve because they were being themselves for sure so that's what that's what you have to do so um uh, it's, it's crazy adding,
0: adding your own unique personal touch or
1: not even be not even don't search for a unique personal touch just write your songs how you want to write them and perform them the way you want to perform them.
0: Do you think people hold back because yes. of what other people would think?
1: Yeah. They do it all the time. I've done it all the time. Everybody does it. We do it that That's not even with music. For sure. You know, that's not even with music. But, uh like I said, man, I, I had a talk with a young kid the other day. You know, I seen him made a post. And he was talking about, you know, some discouraging words that came across him about his craft. About how yep. the way he presents his music. So I reached out to him and I told him, I said, you know, hey, like... Fuck what they talking about, pretty much what I told him. You do what you do, and you do what you know how to do. And you make your music sound the way you want it to sound. Because, see, there's one thing. My uncle does a lot of investments in the stock market, right? And so I asked him uh, last year or two years ago on Christmas. Uh, so I said, Uncle Paul, I said, man, you know, I know you do stock and stuff. I'm, I'm interested in getting in the stock markets. Can you point me in the right direction? Yep. And basically, I was saying, what stocks are you investing in so I can invest in the same ones? Because I want to go on vacation. Yeah, for sure. Right? That's what I'm asking him. And uh, he's like, well, what do you drink? Coke, Dr. Pepper, Sprite or something? I said, well, I like Sprite. He goes, we'll invest in that. I said, well, yeah, but what do you invest in? He goes, what do you mean? Like I invest in what I invest in, but what do you drink? He asked me again, Coke, Dr. Pepper, Sprite. I drink Sprite, I told you. We'll invest in that. Why? Because if you drink it, so does somebody else. Yep. And so that, that's where it is. That, that's, I take that, that concept, and that, that's what I would, I would tell them is, if you like it, so will somebody else. If you that's like true. how your music is coming out, so will somebody else. And, you know, majority of the time, it's not that you're making bad music, it's that you're getting a bad mixing on your music to where people are not going to really want to buy it. Now, if I put a Corvette motor in, in a junkyard car, and I ask X amount of dollars for it. They're not gonna want to pay pay for no. that because they see the exterior. Yep. They see the the car's a piece of junk, but you pop that hood open, everything's brand new, chrome plated, mm-hmm. and everything, superchargers, all that shit, right? Yep. That's what you're paying for. But most people don't get to that point. Exactly, because they they just see that and say, ah, oh, no, no, no. So you get a bad mixing on your music, and you hear like a little or like that, or and uh, the the the. The vocals are way too loud and the beats real small or the beats way too loud or it's just so distorted or something people don't want to hear that because we we, we have a radio station we can turn on and hear clarity yep we have youtube we get on and hear clarity we got pandora we hear clarity we have spotify we hear clarity we have all this stuff so the mixing is what messes it up on them that's the only thing as far as 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 an artist on creativity the only thing that that, the advice that that I can give or anybody should give is to be that person. Be be who you are. Rap about what you see. Don't want to be... If if you're experiencing pain, if, if you're experiencing pain because your dog died and you know this person who experienced pain because his mom died, and don't try and write the song for your dog like as if it was your mom who passed sure. away because you're trying to reach the people that might have had a mom pass away type of shit because it's gonna feel forced. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Write a song about how the how your dog man dog's your best friend. Write a song about the dog. There's people out there who would love to listen to that song because they lost their best friend.
0: There's at least a million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure.
1: Exactly. So, but this is what the artists ain't understanding because they feel like it's it's not gonna catch well this is what I see is catching this is what I see on TV this one yeah okay cool that's what you see on TV that that's what they're doing that's that's what third two do that's their job that's yep. their job right we need but, but we need you over here we need you over here in this section though so come get, come get this section ready because they're already taking care of this and then when they do their hoorah we're gonna bring this section in 100%
0: yeah. Go, yeah so so with, with the rapping all rappers are entrepreneurs yes and you were telling me earlier that you believe that it's a flooded market,
1: very saturated.
0: Very saturated and people are going to have to try even harder to to reach people. But what I really want to talk about is how has rapping shaped gave you insight towards like entrepreneurship and starting a business and even just how it runs, who to trust, things like that.
1: You tell someone that that you that you rap and this is the response you are gonna get nine times out of ten. Oh, oh, really? They're gonna chuckle. Yep. They're not gonna take right off the jump. They're not. They're gonna be like, oh, you do? They're not gonna be. It's not gonna be exciting to hear. They're gonna be like, oh, do you? Let, let me hear something. They're gonna. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna test you. Well, let me hear something. Where can I find you at? I'm gonna
0: put a beat on right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm gonna put a beat on right now. Let me hear something. something. So they're gonna test you. So that already, boom. You tell someone, hey, you know what? I sell water bottles. <laughs> oh, really? Let me let me taste. Let me see. Let me read. It, let me. You got fluoride in it. You got this and that. You got all it. So they're gonna if they're gonna test you. It's just anything. You tell you try and offer somebody anything, and they're gonna question it. They're gonna question it, and that's because this world's so fucked that it's fucked people up. Or it's fucked us over so many times that we can't trust a soul in this no. world. So even you know. Even if you do like that If I'm walking around And I don't know you And I just walk up to you And you're standing outside And I'm saying Hey man you want a cigarette? I might just be asking you Because you look like You can use a cigarette You stand out there But you're going to be like What the fuck he got in that cigarette?
0: Yeah why is he giving me a cigarette? He's
1: trying to poison me Or maybe pass out And rob me Or something. he's going to do something You're not going to be like Oh man here's this nice guy Walking up to me Asking me if I want a cigarette He must have read my mind You know what I'm saying? So that's just the way The world works man Mm.
0: So let's see. Let's get on to the next question. Who is one person you look up to that has the biggest influence on you? Just one person. And, and why, why does that one person have the biggest influence?
1: My grandfather. I call my grandfather okay. dad. Uh, and that's exactly what he's been to me my whole life growing up. Right? I used to wait by the window for him to get off of shift work. He worked at DuPont. And, uh, amazing man, accomplished so many, so many things, man, um, was in the service, went overseas, Germany, all that other stuff, um, big time boxing coach, traveled all over, went to, went to, yeah, uh, Olympic boxing coach, all kinds of other stuff, man, um, Big time, though. No. He won Hispanic of the Year some years back, okay. and they recognize him. Oh, Golden Gecko is still open. There's a lot of work at the VA. He's constantly active in the community and, the, and, and stuff like that. Yep. And he's kind con- of he's very analytical, which is why I'm analytical. Like I feel like the fucking Terminator sometimes because when I look at everything, I start do, 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 analyzing it. Yeah, I'm analyzing it, looking at different angles. It's just and my mind my mind stays running, right? Yep. And that's how his is, and he stays. You know, he's what maybe maybe gonna be. You know. 78 or so he's somewhere around there but this man gets up and is active every day i'm talking about always doing something i'll go to my grandparents like uh, hey momo where's dad oh he's in the back building something like just building shit right he just wants to build shit he's been retired for years but he, he does he does everything and it's real inspiring because i see that and i was like damn you know, to to come from this type of bloodline and to see that he's hardworking and stuff like that and caring and, and all this other stuff, how the fuck did I become so lazy? Because I was a lazy-ass individual. I wanted everything handed to me at one point in time in my life. I didn't want to go out and work for yep. him. So, you know, and I see that and I'm like, all, all the times, all the jail sentences, all that shit, and they're sitting there buying bonding me out, or they're sitting there, you know, asking favors from from uh, friends that they have whose sons are lawyers and shit like that to get me out or work yep. my case for a cheaper price or for or pro bono or you know whatever else and i put them off through that stuff so and I listen to it and I talk to him and he talks to me and he talks to me like real life talks to me yeah. he doesn't sugarcoat it with me but then again he does he doesn't talk to me to a point where I feel attacked and start shutting down right he's yep. more of a type like me who well, swim with the waves and not against them that's why you keep crashing because you're swimming against the waves you know what i'm saying so For swim sure. with them and they're going to take you with the current of where your life's trying to take you so i always man my grandfather i love him man like with all with all my heart and uh it breaks my heart to know that that back in the day i was so vicious and, and so and so uh angry about my my growing up condition and situation and shit like that 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 uh i was i was hurting them Yep. And and, and um, now, before they, my grandparents get laid to rest, I want them to see me living comfortably. I, w- I want for them to know that yep. they can rest easy. Mm-hmm. A stabbing shooting happen bar fight or some like all this shit, man. I want them to to be able to rest easy so i i try and work real hard but like i said my grandpa man if you were to ever meet him you would understand exactly what i'm talking about like he was like very uh analytical and and he's he's a leader man and that's that i look up to him that's what that's why yeah, to, bro i go sure. to what shit happens i go to my grandpa or I go to my pops okay and i'll talk to them and anything with the business whether it's good or bad I talk to them. What is your opinion? What is your this? How do you think I should I should quit from this this club over here? Because this club this it, there's a whole bunch of fuck shit going on yep. over here. So I, how do I leave them to where I get my point across that I'm not with y'all's bullshit, but I appreciate the time that we have had together. Yep. You know. So and and and, and he started explaining that to me. He starts telling me. He talked, man, bro. We go over there. I'll pop up at least three times a week, man. Maybe four. And, you know, take my grandparents, you know, lunch and stuff like that. And I go eat with them and, and just spend time with them and talk to them because they have so much history and knowledge that I really want that to soak up. You know, and like I said, my grandfather, man, he's, he's fucking badass. everybody from there like, man, my grandfather's name is, is Frank Daughters. Okay. A lot of people, if you're from Victoria, Texas, you know who Frank Thordis is, especially if you've done boxing.
0: I, is he at the boxing gym? Yes.
1: He, yeah. Uh, I uh, think I know who you're exactly. The who champion. You're, yeah. He's helping out over there right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, with the gray hair. And oh the yeah, hard eyes. he was teaching me a few <laughs> lessons. Yeah. like,
0: The dude's freaking quick when it comes to like. <laughs> hey, he's badass. I yeah, know. Yeah. Like, so that's
1: what I'm saying. Like he he he's knowledgeable. He reads. He studies his stuff. He
0: studies his craft and for sure.
1: He teaches me how to be a man, man. He, he we have our talks. I remember one time, uh, you know, my mom was just kind of being mean to him. And uh, I said, man, and, and he and he, does, he doesn't let it bother him. He goes, so we're outside, and we're I think we're building like a, a bench or something, yep. right? And uh, I said, man, I said, man, Dad, I said, you know, how, how do you like? How, how do you how do you not respond sometimes? You know what I'm saying? Like like that that always has me in awe, you know? Because me, like I'm so reactive to situations. How do you, how did you get to the point to where you you're able to understand? You know yeah she's mad so you know whatever let me just go about my business take a right? break yeah. instead of wanting to get the last word like everybody does and uh he told me he says you know what me he says every day and uh you know like she's my grandma but like i said i was raised by him so he called he'll be like he, he'll call her your mom right yep so uh he would be like me like every day when i wake up and i pray to god i ask him to show me how to love my wife better than i loved her yesterday I said, man, that's some deep shit that is and he was like he goes no he goes I've done that for years I've asked him how can I love my wife more than what I loved her yesterday how can I love her more and more and more every day and as it continues God please keep this love flowing through my heart for her and I'm like damn man that's fucking dope so like just shit like that like in-depth stuff like that I'm blessed to have that because a lot of people don't have that that's that's my yep. mentor Yep. that's my direction that's my uh, thing and and I spent a lot of years not utilizing it when I could have. And but for thank sure. God that he's blessed me with the years that I have had with him for him to 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 mold me and help me with the path. My let's put it like this, he worked at DuPont. He has a, his first daughter is my aunt. She works at the DA's office, right? She's secretary. Yep. Okay. Then there's there's my uncle. He owns his own business. I was supposed my control. I
0: know Oscar. yes.
1: Then I have another uncle, Michael Torres. He owns his own business, oil field company called Texas Gold.
0: Okay.
1: And then there's my mom and she's the baby. And she's like one of the, one of the head people at the State Farm Insurance Place. So he has raised his children, you know, to be in, in top positions and their own business and their own sure. stuff because he, he's instilled in them and, and he's, he's analyzed what was going on in their life. And um, that was one interview my they were doing on my friend a while back, and, and he he does, he cuts hair, and you know Izzy right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And they asked him. They said, "You want to be the best barber?" And he said, "No, I don't want to be the best barber. I want to create the best barbers." And now that's some boss shit.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: That's some boss shit. I don't want to be the best person. I want to create the best persons. You know. And yep. so that 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 right there. I feel that's what my grandfather did, and I respect him for that, you know? And that's what he tried to
0: do with me. Yeah, because most people, they don't teach you nowadays. They want to hold all the information for themselves. Most yeah. people feel like if they teach you, especially when you're in, like, a work environment, mm-hmm. that you're going to take their spot. So there's a lot of, like, hey, I'm not going to teach this guy anything because I want to hold on to my position because they're not learning anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah man. That's why I love my friend Nunez Jr. so much, yep. man. Because he's... he's what, I'm sure he hasn't showed me everything that he knows because he has years of experience. Yep. And you can't fit that into the short time that I've been doing the videos and photography. But from from what he's able to fit in, into this time period, bro, he shows me the ropes. Like he he oh, yeah, yeah. he shows me the ropes. Like he he'll, he'll watch me edit and he'll be like, watch this, check this out, and open up my eyes to certain things. And I take my respect, my hat off to him out of respect because that that's. People don't do that, like you said. They're not. Yeah, going they want. To do that.
0: They want to hold everything to themselves and.
1: Hell, I was an apprentice for eight years in the electrical because I couldn't get no help from them trying to help me out with my minutes.
0: Yeah, most people, like I said, they, they look at it as a, a negative versus you. You're just hey, you're trying to move up. You're trying to help them if they ever want to take a day off. I know how to do it.
1: I'm not trying to steal your plate. Yeah. I just like to, I, I like the same food you got on your plate. For sure. I just want. I, I want yeah. the same meal, motherfucker. I don't want to steal your plate. I want my own. <laughs> But i want to eat what you're
0: eating shit <laughs> exactly uh so so uh, so with with all that being said what are some some of the what's one what of your your recent obstacles that maybe one of the obstacles that you that had just happened that you want, you might want to talk about that you've overcome
1: my recent obstacles are gonna be this transition mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be the transition that I'm going through from uh, the image that I had to the image I'm starting to have. that That's an obstacle. And then uh, business decisions as far as like me, uh, word of mouth contracts, I'm not having that shit no more. Yep. Uh, buddy, buddy bullshit, business stuff, uh, uh, relations and stuff, I'm not doing that shit no more. Um, you know, the schools, you, you try and help people out and it's always good as long as it's benefiting them and then, you know... Once they feel they learn a little bit from you, they try and take it off. And then, man, I don't know, it's just this shit's real fucked up, man. This industry, uh, whether whatever it is you try to do, just the whole entrepreneurship and stuff like that. People in, in this type of line of work, someone yeah. will be okay with holding your head underwater to keep themselves afloat. Yes. And once you drown and they can no longer hold you can no longer be used as a floating device. They're gonna find somebody else to to use as a floating device, so you become like you're expendable. So you guys, you just gotta be careful where you tread. Yeah, for sure.
0: So it's more, like give, it's more like give. It's more like take versus give, and it's no mutual.
1: It has to be like that. It has to be take versus give, uh, because if you don't take, someone else will.
0: Yep, for sure. But
1: you, you also don't want to be an asshole about it, you know. So it, it's it's a hard juggle. It's a hard juggle. You got to be firm. Just be like that. You just got to be firm. You got to do good bur- good business with a with a firm uh, energy about you.
0: So, yeah, no, you're exactly right. And one thing you mentioned was contracts. Like, just because you believe this person's a good person and, like, they would never do me wrong. It's always, mm-hmm. in business, it's always good to have contracts because... Well,
1: yeah, you agree for a certain thing. And, and oh, whoa oh, oh, oh. we didn't really make that much. I know I told you I was gonna give you five hundred, seven fifty. Here's three hundred, or here's two fifty. And so what are you gonna do? You, how are you gonna argue that? There's no contract. Just you know? sure. But like, well, you, you were, you already expected the five seven hundred, five hundred dollars, seven fifty. You did the work. You put in the work. Yeah, you you put in what what you did. and You're like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? What is you not doing too much? Like, what? what how's that fuck with my my thing? You know? But not trying, to, not trying to, tend to like I I, I got. I got integrity and I got I got morals, man. And a good business is always gonna be good business. And if I'm in a position to where I, it it could be. Sometimes I'm not in that position. Sometimes I'm like I I need that 500. Yeah, for sure. I need that 750. You know what I'm saying? I I need it, bro. I I need it. Uh, But at times when I'm not, we did this event. It didn't go too good. Guy still owed me 250. No 150. He walked up to me. He had He had me the 150. He said here. he goes, I, I gave him my word. Here's my word. I looked at it. I took out twenty dollars. So I said, here. I'll just, I'll keep twenty bucks, done. Put gas in my car and buy me some needle on the way home. I know he didn't do too good, but I'm, I'm good right now. Yep. I'm good right now. And so he's like, hell yeah. But and now he calls me all the time.
0: For sure. Yeah. I got, yeah, this, no, I got yeah. that
1: going. I got this going on because I, I did, I did what was morally correct. And, I knew but he, just but he took paid a you, so he yeah, he. He just lost thousands of dollars. For sure. You know what I'm saying? He lost thousands of dollars. Because and the event,
0: the event business
1: is not an easy business. That's what I'm saying. He, he, there was a miscommunication error with, with the main act and, 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 and him. Uh, well, the manager, actually. And so uh, it caused some chaos, which caused some tickets not to be purchased because of, of them being under, under the impression that maybe this person might not show up. You know, so it, it was what it was, but like I said... You just you do things like that. You, you help out people, man, and it will always come back to you. And it might not come back to you through them. It might come back to you 5 years down the road through another person. Or
0: mm-hmm. well, that person is just going to refer you more business like, "Hey, yeah,
1: but as long as you do good, man, you don't want you don't want to do business with a person and have that person walking walking off like they got bucked, or Exactly. They got yep. done over, got done wrong or they got some man, they they put a fast one on me. You don't want that's not what you, the reputation or what you want to be said, because in this entrepreneurship, word of mouth is the best promotion, but it can also be very destructive. If you if you got that bad reputation, man, that shit's destructive. Ain't nobody gonna mess with you? Because they're not gonna question. A person will believe some bad shit about you before they'll believe some good shit.
0: Exactly. That's <laughs> that's the first. That's the first thing they're gonna do though. They're gonna start <laughs> asking their closest friends and say, yeah. "Have you done business with him? Or what can you tell me about him?" So. If those people have something mm. negative to say, their inner circle, then you're most likely going to lose out on the business. Oh uh, yeah, most definitely. So, with uh, with you talking about reputation, reputation is very huge. Mm-hmm. If you lose your reputation, you you pretty much lose everything. So, you were just talking about like, the way you keep your reputation is you, hey, I'm going to over deliver this this person. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I like to. Uh I like to to give give projects before deadline. Uh, Keeping constant contact with them. Uh, wish them happy birthday if it's their birthday. You know, uh, t- treat them like human beings. Might take them out to eat. Sure. See them out at the bar, buy them a shop, buy them around or something, send it to their table or something. Hell, I might even see them out at a restaurant, pay for their food or something like that. Just out of general, like just as a thank you for your service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one thing I do do is uh, for all like all military services and like whether you're emt as well you know cops firemen and stuff or military branched off and stuff like that i offer discounts on my services for that yep because i respect it i respect sure, it so sure. i offer discounts you know for, for all that stuff Um uh, they even like you know veterans if they're of age and they want pictures maybe they want family pictures yep so i give them discounts as well my grandmother told me, she says, mijo, you know how? She goes, I got a check in the mail the other day. I said, yeah. <laughs> she said, social security. I said, oh, shit, you balling <laughs> up. She goes, shit. She goes, you know how much they sent me? I said, what did they send you? On? She said, four fucking dollars.
0: Damn.
1: Four dollars, bro. She goes, I get four dollars a month from social security.
0: Four dollars a month. How do you live
1: on four? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So with, with things like that, we have to take care of them. I agree we have to take care of them because they built the way for that. But in my eyes the the way the way the world's going to is that they're like, okay, we got we got what we got out of them. So we're just going to throw them to the dogs, let them perish. Yep. Let them go cuz we can't we can't milk <laughs> nothing else off these, these they're too old to work. They can't produce. So let them fade away. And we're we're gonna we're gonna uh, crack this this whip on these people's back. Yep. And then when this generation becomes that generation, we're gonna do the same over here. It's just gonna get More worse, worse, worse. It's I just agree. Until somebody stands up and really makes something, you know.
0: Yeah. Happen, man. I agree. So we talked about where you were right out of high school, what what you're what you're kind of doing now, but where do you see yourself going within the next few years? Where we, where would you really like to be?
1: Uh, I mean. Uh, I'm not too big on the glitz and glam. I wanna be like no Hollywood or nothing like that. Sure. I where I wanna be is not even a place. I'd wanna be secure. Like that that's what I want. For sure. i wanna be at peace.
0: Yep. I'd wanna be comfortable living comfortably. That that's where I would wanna be. Uh there's really no place or anything
1: like that, that, that I would I could think of and stuff like that then. I'm not too materialistic. I have some yep. material stuff that I do like, and, uh, and it's valuable to me, but uh, not more than my emotions. And I, like I said, I just want to be, I want to be secure. A couple years down from now, I want to be secure. I want to know if some shit happens and I'm not able to work for two months, that I yep. still got enough money in the bank to pay all my bills and still live comfortably. Yep. Not to be where like, damn, I got enough for one month, but I don't know how I'm gonna do this next. Yeah, month. what am I gonna do? I a got a broken leg. I'm out. I can't do shit. I can't make no money. And that does happen because yes, I we were
0: just talking earlier. Like you take someone in the oil field, who who focuses, the, who relies on the oil field to bring them hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. And you get a crash, and then now they they got to go back to working at a fast food restaurant, making mm-hmm. pennies, not able to provide. So. Um, the cool thing that I like is that you you do focus on more than one flow of income so it 's like if exactly. some, if something was ever saturated in in one of those fields or the business runs out for a month or two because Christmas is coming up or no one no one no one has any money because they spent mm-hmm. it all, then you have other mm-hmm a true
1: millionaire has seven forms of income if i have seven forms of income i make five thousand dollars a piece on those seven forms that's thirty five thousand dollars that's a fourteen fifteen dollar uh hour you know fifteen dollar hour job yep. a year basically and i get to create my own hours now with certain things i can also barter so now i'm able to barter with the businesses i could I not only i can't barter my rap services team. no i can't barter i can barter but you could make a rap team. commercial
0: yeah that would be cool and then for real <laughs> Yeah, I, I
1: could do, um, you know, the hosting or like the T-shirt designs or like flyers, uh, but the the photo and videography is really where I, I can barter with with companies and stuff or or with individuals and be like that are doing whether they're fighters, they might go to MMA or boxing yep. or with sports or something like that. Now I can barter, I, you know what? I I don't got a hundred or two hundred fifty dollars that I can give you to sponsor you. But I can take your pictures for you, and we can get you some Christine pictures, make get you all nice. Yep. I can shoot a video for you working out or at, at the tournament or something like that to help you with promo. For sure. To to make me be a sponsor for you, to allow me to be a sponsor for you. Let me use that word. To allow me to be a sponsor for you, and 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 people are like hell yeah, because it's it's win wins the barter system. Yep. Ain't no money going from hand. Nobody's taking. Nobody's giving. We're, we're we're doing. We're we're offering a craft. You know, uh, for for the, for this thing, I don't know. I believe in the barter system. Let me just put it like that. I'm a big believer in the yeah. barter system.
0: Like I said, you you focus on many things. So uh, where can where can people find you? So some of the social channels that
1: uh, Facebook is Chris Hernandez. That's where I'm most active at. Uh, I'm not I'm not really too big on on the social medias and stuff like that. Actually, I need to hire somebody <laughs> to start doing. Uh, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about that for about a month or two to start hiring someone to uh, start taking over my accounts and stuff. So at Facebook it, it's gonna be Chris Hernandez. And uh there's no picture of me on there, but it's 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 gonna say invest in yourself. On um, Instagram, it's ak underscore D-A underscore Realist. And on Snapchat, it's let me see where we at with Snapchat. It's a K the Realist, K-T-H-A-Realist. Yeah, so I've been kind of active on Snapchat lately. It's yeah, snap, Snapchat's the way to <laughs> go. I'm really not too hip. I'm, I'm not too hip with that, man. I'm 32 years years old, man. I feel like I'm like, man, what the, what am I doing with Snapchat, dog? Like, <laughs> you know, hey
0: Snapchat's, Snapchat's the way, but that's it's the older people. Promotion. I mean, they, yeah, they, have yeah.
1: Good. So I'm like, you know, but for the most part, like, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You can find me at Facebook at Chris Hernandez or at Acknowledge Visuals, and the Acknowledge is AK. Knowledge, visuals, you know, so it's not A-C-K, like the way it's normally spelled
0: All right, so to wrap this up um, One of the last questions I want to ask is like If you could go back and give your eight-year-old self one piece of advice What would that be? Let go
1: of that anger Let go of that anger Because it's going to fucking take you for a roller coaster ride Let go, man Um let that grass be green let that sky be blue so you mean
0: you mean mean an anger is like holding on to anger with people or
1: yeah certain situations growing up man I had I had some anger towards you know individual or some individuals about certain things certain just situations certain situations that happened growing up right
0: for
1: sure Uh, angry I was angry felt left out felt you know it felt good, certain things, man, so, um, that, that, that's, that's what caused me to, um, to go the direction that I went, and so I think about it all the time, man, I'm just like, fuck, man, that bitch-ass anger, man, it got me, I was a hothead, I had no way to control it, I will let it, like, I was one of the ones that'd be like, (laughs) like, you start breathing heavy, and just, and, and going through all that shit, you know, and, um, it took me for a ride dude it put it put me being mad at one situation or this situation put me in multiple situations and uh it just it just wasn't good but in the flip side because there's always a flip side on the flip side it gained me so much knowledge and uh i grew up real fast let's put it like that a lot of people don't even they're like you're 32 shut up i'm like nah I'm, i'm dead serious but they remember me holding hanging out with the older cats So they're like, dude, I thought you were like 40 or 50 or something I'm like, no, I'm 32, man But thanks for the confidence I am I look old and shit You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> yeah, but most definitely, man I'll, I'll tell that little that little knucklehead, man Man, keep that love in your heart, bro And, and, and let go of that anger, man And, and my mom, man, my grandmother Like, you know, she, she She was putting that love in my heart My mom, too, man you know they would, they would carry me with love, man. A lot of love. They will carry me with a lot of love, man. But I was just, uh I just couldn't let the shit go, man. I was just for sure. Yeah, I was just, I was just mad. All
0: right, guys. Well, there you go. Then that's gonna wrap up our podcast with AK. Uh, remember, he does event hosting, rapping, comedy, motivational speaking, designs. But the the biggest thing he's really focusing on right now is is the photography and the
1: videography so y'all get with me man y'all contact me if you tell me that you've heard it on the podcast and you get my services i'll give you 25 percent off discount man on all my services and stuff like that tell them you heard it over here on the podcast whenever you give me a ring my phone number is 361-212-3908 that's 361-212-3908 or you can reach me at email at 361standup at gmail.com
0: all right guys appreciate it